Are we on right now? Oh, never mind. What's wrong with that? Why is that a problem? It's, Seriously. It's not. Well, clearly it is, though. Well, I mean, I understand. No. Are you, are you, are you serious? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. That's not going to work anymore. You did. I have never been so excited to be wrong about something in my life. It turns out Ed Sheeran is not doing a collab with Danny Filth from Cradle of Filth. He had to listen to all of that loud, angry music for no reason. You did, but you're going to be so excited when I tell you, coming up this episode, who he's collaborating with. I got a hint for you. Ready? That's all I'm giving you. Beyonce. That's all I'm giving you. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old. Put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things that you are already talking about. We talk about trends. We talk about pop culture, news, uh, country music, music concerts, plus conversations about current events, pop culture, music, whatever, whatever we decide to talk about. Mm. All right. well, well, hang on, but we also... We also sometimes have endearing and revealing conversations and stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Fantastic. It's like a one-stop, get-it-all-here type podcast. Therapy, whatever you need. Um, Okay, my name is Donna. I'm Caddy's wife. I want to talk about two things. First thing is, I'm going to get through this one quickly because the second one is of paramount importance. Okay, the first one is, you know how you get so excited about something like like when you were little and they build a new ride, like at Six Flags, the amusement park, or Carowinds, like where you were yeah, yeah. or wherever you live, mm-hmm. and you're like, I can't wait to get on that roller coaster. And then you rode it and you're like, eh, it wasn't all that. You know what I mean? And you like been, like you based getting your season pass on that roller coaster or whatever. So you're in a lot. You're all in. I'm all in. Okay, so you know what I've been all in about that was coming to Alpharetta that I was obsessed with that we ate at in New York and I used to eat in Buckhead all the time, Shake Shack. Very, very excited. So everybody had said, oh, there's a Shake Shack coming, you know, to where you guys live in Alpharetta, a little suburb of Atlanta. And I didn't believe them. And then one day I'm driving down the road and I see this this truck coming and it's pulling a commercial air conditioning unit that says on the side of it, written in like a Sharpie, Shake Shack Alpharetta. I am not kidding you here. And I'm like, oh, my God. What is this, though? Probably like six months ago. You just said anything to me about that. No, I did. I did. I did. I did. Okay. I called you. I said, I am following the air conditioning unit. It's going well, into listen, the Shake Shack. Can we, let's Africa. pause right there real quick. Yeah. I don't know if that warranted a phone call. A text message would probably suffice. Something like that. Just for future reasons. I like to talk. I don't like to talk. When did that happen? You're not the age where you don't like to talk. I don't like, I've not wanted to talk on the phone since I was 12. Okay. Are, anyway, I learn something no, 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 new no, no. every day. Are you kidding me? You, you've known. I'm not a phone person. Is that why when I call you, you're like, hello? Sort of, yes. Okay. But, but that's but this me being myself. But no, hang on, seriously. You have known my entire life, or since we've known each other, I don't talk on the phone. But we had to talk on the phone because there wasn't texting when we first started going out. Okay. I mean, now. Okay, now. The past 10 years. Well, I don't call you. I just text you. Or emoji. Okay, but you were going to call me to tell me that you saw This Shake was Shack. very exciting. I'm, I'm my sorry. my point is, that's not a phone call level type. What warrants a phone information. call level? I've crashed. Certainly. Short of that. I've fallen. Send a text. Oh, 
okay. Um, so anywho's, I fall I've I found out that it's coming, get very excited. Go to the Shake Shack two times. I have been incredibly I mean, disappointed. Been, I have been once. How many times have you been? Twice. Very disappointed. What is a chain? How can you be disappointed with it? It just doesn't have, it doesn't hit the same as it does in New York. It doesn't hit the well, same that, that, as it does in Buckhead. That's, that's because you're in New York, not because you're in Buckhead. The New York thing I can understand. You're not in Central Park. You don't have the. So true. Yeah. I mean, it's a burger. It's a burger and, and Alpharetta's beautiful. It's awesome Alpharetta. But it's a cheeseburger in Alpharetta. You're probably right. Anyways, I've just been a little bit disappointed. What have you had? My che- usual cheeseburger and crinkle fries with cheese. I love the cheese. And then I usually get like whatever specialty shake. Like at Christmas, it was a sugar plum fairy. <laughs> Loved it. But it's not Christmas time. It's more. It's in the- no, so I was going to get a root beer float, but I thought that's messy because you have to, uh, it's too crowded to go in. Like, can you, can you get the Christmas thing now? No. They're running out of like burgers and food because everybody's gone crazy for Shake Shack and Alpharetta. So I, I've been going through like, there's not a drive through. You have to order it on the app and then you go through and they well, give it to you. Well, there is a drive through. They just haven't opened it yet. Well, no, it's open, but you have to order your food on it's the a app. Pick, it's, well, it's a pick, literally a pickup window. Yeah, right, it's a pickup. Pick yeah, pickup window. All right, so that's all going on. And as if that wasn't enough, oh, there's more. Get ready. I know you all have thought. That sometimes we put things out there and then we just forget about them. Okay, that's not the case. I was looking for a partner, as you know, for pickleball. And I was having a really hard time. And Laura Coward, Tug Coward, your friend and my friend's wife, was sort of semi-in. But honestly, she did not pick up the pickleball and run with it. It wasn't like she was calling me and saying, when are we starting to play? When are we going to practice? I felt like I was doing all the driving. And I'm thinking, this is how it's going to be when we're playing. I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to start this relationship this way. Because here's the thing. I, as you know, was in for worldwide pickle domination, and I could tell from her lack she, of... She was not. She wasn't. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not, I was not going to say anything, but I'm telling you. And I love Laura, but it was just going to be like, I, I don't know, like I was going to have to be the one putting the oomph out there. We weren't going to win a trophy that way. Let's just face it. So I had kind of given up on pickleball or put it to the side because I got so much going on right now. I'm trying to get a kid in college and all this other crap. So... And so the other, I had, I had no idea what's coming. This is gonna be good. Okay, so the other day I am at my store that I manage, and it's a men's store, and my friend who lives at Avalon, who he date, he, he he's divorced, but he dates. <laughs> well, okay, but he he has a girlfriend. Wow. He has a girlfriend. How long have they been together? Named Trisha. How long have he and Trisha been together? Like two years. He's a, he's he's a man about town at Avalon. You got money? I think so. When I tell you the name of the team, however, anywho. So he comes in, he comes in all the time, and <laughs> he came in to see me. You no, know, he's very sweet. I love him. I'm sure. I'm sure. So he came in, and, anyways, <laughs> and he was down in the dumps, and I'm like, what happened? Because he had like a little. Mark this tape, somebody. He had like a little, um, he had like a little bruise uh-huh. on his, like above his cheekbones, and I said, what happened? And he said, you're never going to believe this. He said, Trisha and I were playing uh-huh. pickleball. Now, I've never he, mentioned. He hit, he hit her in the head. He tried to no. kill her, he? he? tried to kill her, didn't he? he I've, did. I've never discussed pickleball with him, but I said, what happened? And he said. <laughs> you're on a team together. So go ahead. She fell, and I tripped over her, fell, and c- kind of cut underneath my eye. And he said, but here's the worst part. Get ready for this, people. Trisha. Uh-huh. Twisted her ankle and can't play pickleball. And I said, "Really? God sent you he here, JB." He did. Indeed, he did. And he said, "Well, you know, J- he always sends JB places." And I, he said, "What's going on?" I said, "JB, I have been trying to find a pickleball partner for three months." Now here's where it gets this is gold. This where it gets a little wonky. Does it? Okay. He says, "Are you ready for this?" I, I don't know that I am. Him and Trisha played. <laughs> they played two seasons. They're very good. Uh, what's his name again? JB. JB. And, and Trista. All right. Trisha. And Trisha. So they play out of North Park. And 
He's very. Like, he lives where you work, right? He lives at Avalon. Right, but he lives where you work. Yes. Right? So he, he's very. Did he and Trisha live together? No. So he's very competitive. And Trisha's very competitive, and they're determined to get this pickleball trophy this year. Are you following all this? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. Okay. So he says. <laughs> what are you laughing about? No, no go ahead. So he says, <laughs> you can be my pickleball partner. However. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. However. I got to tell Trisha that I'm not playing with you because you're so much younger than her. I've got you. Got to stop. I swear you to God. To I stop. swear, she'll stop get. She said she'll get mad because she didn't want me playing with like a younger woman. This is the first time you I have write ever. This. I this you is the first time. Write this, script. this is the first time in probably five years that I have been declared a younger woman. Because I mean, JB's seventy three. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and so I said, well, what are we going to do? Because I'm dying to play pickleball. And he said, well, you're here all the time working. And I said, well, let me see what I can do. But here's where he, this, this is where it goes sideways, I was going to tell you. It went sideways. He right. said, you, but you have to yeah, be no, good. No. He said, because whoever steps in that, I, that joins the team, it's, it's Trisha and I are the team. So she's going to get the trophy. You're not going to get, I mean, you won't get the trophy. It's like being a ghostwriter. Yeah, yeah, like a stand-in on Broadway. Mm-hmm. So you know what I told him? Oh, hell no. Hell no. I'm not splitting some trophy with Trisha. I'm not putting it out there, laying it out there on the pickle court. Putting it out there. And then, and furthermore, like, is he going to push me down like he pushed Trisha down? So then I started thinking about it, and I thought, this is probably not good. But I just thought, like, did God send JB to me because I needed a pickleball mm. partner? I don't think it's because you needed a pickleball partner. But God did send JB to you. 73, he plays pickleball. He's in, yeah, you know, he's, he's in amazing he's in shape. good shape, is he? Yeah, I mean, yes. What color's his hair? White, like Kenny Rogers. Why are you taking notes hmm? on JB? Okay. How tall is he? I don't know. I'm not doing all this. Does he buy? Do you know did, what? Did, do you know what the name of his team is? Because I said this is my favorite part. I said, "Do you?" Ha-, I said, "I had a great name for my team," and I told oh, him about the big deals, and he's like, "Oh, that's really oh, good." Was that? A, how did he play on that one? He liked it. But here's what his team <laughs> name is. You ready? Seventy-three. The pickleballers. Okay. Get it? I love it. I love it. I love it. Fantastic. All right, so when do y'all play? I don't know. We got to work it all there, out. Let me ask you this. Are there tournaments that are out of town? Games that are out of town? No, you're being, you're, huh? this, this is making me mad. Why? Like, because you're trying to make this into like some dirty story with JB, and it's not. It's a simple about? story about pickleball, and that Trisha got hurt, and he needed someone to play, and I've been looking for someone to play, and you just have to turn everything into something like dirty or nefarious nefarious listen to that trudy he's nefarious like you're trying to make it like like something's you know whatever and it's just like it's just a nice gentleman who needs a pickleball partner there is your episode (laughs) i'm sorry i brought it up all right uh pod peep jason williamson an update he is the pod peep that reached out from Virginia. Yes. And we had some questions, and I got some answers again from Jason. Are y'all was, ta- now, are y'all talking on the phone or are you texting? Actually, emailing. He was super excited that the uh, Tuesday episode was dedicated to him. Lives in Halifax, Virginia. Tell Donna, yes, I found the Bob and Lou show, but they do not put forth the effort. Y'all do, by no means. I'll read that again. Um, do read that again. Okay. I found the Bob and Lou show, but they do not. Put forth the effort y'all do by no means. 
Started out as three pods a week, about 30 minutes, then went to two a week, now down to one a week. But I listen to them when they put forth the effort and put new pods out. I will say that happens to a lot of podcasts. Listeners get very angry um, when people don't upload. Like if they say they're going to do four pods a week, you you have to do four. And it can't, people can tell when you're just phoning it in. And listen, we do not do that over here. I mean, like this is like. No, listen, we find out things together in real time often because it's a very honest and transparent conversation. But you're right. It's very easy to be dedicated like to a podcast. I mean, dedicated like a, a super spreader, as we call them, for six weeks, six months, and then you tire of it a little bit, and you may go away entirely. You may, may go come back. away and then come back. Anita Parker is an example. She got COVID. Oh, well, that's different. She got behind, but let me tell you something. Every week, she has sent me an email. That's different. And asked about an episode. So she's, well, that's my point is, she's back. As we said before, podcasts never go away. You can stop listening today and go do what you want to do or go find another podcast to listen to for a little bit. Well, right, I, I prefer well, come on, though. Let's be honest, though. Yeah. And then you can come back to the exact moment where you stop, where you pause, not stop, pause listening and pick up right there. Unlike radio, there's a permanent record of it. Well, and we always talked about, you and I did when we started the podcast, um, I think back to those days, and not that we know a whole lot now, but boy, we didn't know anything then. You did, because you had been doing radio for 26 years. I didn't know anything. I still don't. However. Well, that's not true at all. However, we talked about, like, what is the you know, optimal number of, of pods to do a week. And we both thought, while there are people who do shows five days a week and we've had people say, I wish I would do more. There's not, there's just, there's not enough. And I don't mean that to sound bad, but I mean, when you're talking, there's always current events. And we do try to talk about current events so that you can make the pod sort of like your Your source, your source, kind of like a morning show. But what we never wanted to do was just do come and just talk kind of like we're doing like right now about nothing. You know what I'm saying? For five days a week. Just to try to get downloads or to try to get, you know. Because that's, that's what happens. The more episodes you do a week, the greater your number of downloads is going to be. And that's what you have to, you prove yourself with, with downloads. Kind of like the rating system of, you know, the radio rating system. But thank you, Jason, for listening. And thank you, JB, for inviting me to be your pickleball partner. Back to JB we are. I feel like you didn't land that plane well and that he was very bumpy. And it's like, you know, JB's a nice man. How much does he spend a month? He's a big, big customer? Mm-hmm. Like number one? No. Mm-mm. Top three. No. Listen to the very end of this episode for a possible appearance by Bubba the Bear. Mm. What um, is that hinge on? How long we run, oh, to be honest okay, with you. Okay, got it. You've seen the story from March Madness, the first night of the college basketball tournament. And for the first time ever, do you know this? The women, they're, they're using the women's tournament, the, the wording, NCAA March Madness. They have never allowed the women to use that trademark phrase until this year. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. What? Well, I had this high schooler on Sunday and they, we were, they were looking through the Hulu, you know, the Hulu. I'm always talking about my Hulu right. <laughs> and it said March madness. And they pulled the game up. It's the women. He goes, what in the hell is women is women's basketball. I'm like, you got something against women's basketball. And he said, but it didn't say that. It didn't say women's basketball. It was the first time ever. Thursday, when the ball got stuck in the headboard. In the backboard. Backboard, not headboard, backboard. And and the refs get out of chair and stand on it with a mop trying to, you know, like you did when you were a kid. Oh, my gosh, Jimmy totally. The ball loose. Yeah. All right, the game's paused right now. Well, why don't the cheerleaders, they're used to going up high. Let's get it. Yes, get the cheerleader up. Get her up there. This is how you do it. 
How about that? Give her the mod. Now she's got it. Oh, the crowd goes wild. The ingenuity of it all. You would just think that by now, like, there'd be some machine, like a Zamboni or something, that had, like, like almost like one of those claw things that comes down. Like an automatic return or something. You know, the thing that tries to grab the, like, you know, the, the little. The, the, the Incredibles doll. Yeah. You spend, like, $400 and you never get it. Yeah, yeah. Remember, okay, when you'd have, like, because remember, like, the girls, like, you would, we would go to, like, the Chuck E. Cheese or wherever, and you'd be like, okay, and they'd be like, come on, Dad, you can do it, or Mom, you can do it. And, like, everything's hinging on it because you don't want to spend any money. You're just trying to get to that next level yeah. of prize. And so you get it, and you've got it, and it's coming up. The claw's coming up, and it's got the Pokemon doll. It's got the Pokemon doll. And then the damn thing drops. And then they, like, turn it on you. Yeah. Why'd you drop it? It's, it's, a, it's a carnival game, so it, you can't well, win. Well, I mean, you, only, like, every is, fourth but... person wins. Right. You never understood when we went to, like, Six Flags or, like, the fair Tell or something, me. and you have to spray the water you know, into is the horse racing one. Right, which I was very good at. Which you were so, co- like, you're not competitive at all. I'm so competitive. And I never liked this game because I understand when you're playing with your small children that you let them win. Like, you don't, you sort oh, of. no, no. No, you spray your gun kind of like you do when you're peeing. Like, it's nowhere near where it needs to be, like, when you're peeing. So and the kids win. Yes. You throw it. Hell no. Hell no. What that's, is that's wrong thing, with you? Because that game, Don, is the only thing I do well in my life. Really? Okay. And so, yes, I'm going to win. You love that game. The water game, horse racing game. Everywhere. They have the it fair, everywhere. On the midway. You've played it at Disney World? Every I can't walk past it and not play it. You love it. But I always thought that. I'm like, and it'd always be like, we need three to play. And like Charlotte would be like, Mom, I don't want to play because Dad down. always wins. Sit down and play. We need to oh be the lady. God. Sit down. We need three to play. We got two. Sit down next to your sister and play because your daddy's playing. And your daddy's going to kick your ass. He has no mercy during the water pistol horse racing game on the Carnival Midway. I mean, even the people that ran the game are like, sir, seriously. Did did you just say that I would spray my wand like I do when I pee? Yes, there's something. Okay. There's That's a whole another issue for another day. All right, so the two cheerleaders that saved the day deserve a bear hug. I give them out during the radio show, the afternoon ride with Cadillac Jack on Atlanta's The Bear 92.5. It's the radio audio equivalent of, you know, a uh, uh, pat on the ass or something. Just, you know, good job. When you do something good, you're... Doing something in the community, doing something for other people. You get a pat on the ass. Uh, something like that. That was in the 90s. You're, you're a, a good deeder. You do good deeds. You're a good deeder. Then we give you a shout out is what it is. But Bubba the Bear, the mascot for the radio station, comes in. He can be a little handsy sometimes. Mm. And he comes in and he gives you a bear hug. He just wraps his arms around you and his claws and oh. just, you know, just grabs you. Now, I'm a little concerned about this young lady, the cheerleader, with Bubba the Bear. Mm. He comes in. I've warned him that... that he may go rogue. Well, he can't, though, because she's a young lady. Not that that would be appropriate with anybody or at any time. But I passed Bubba a minute ago in the hall, and he smelled like scotch. He's, a, he's a drinker. He's oh, a God. Drinker. Okay. He was never chosen to do. He's not part of the country jamboree family. He's like the rogue uncle. He's pissed. Yeah. All right. So that's coming up. Maybe. Maybe. Nothing's promised. And all I'm saying about this story is, if Kim cannot escape this, Kim Kardashian, if she cannot escape this... And what chance do normal women have? That is strong. 100%. This is Trevor Noah, hosts The Daily Show on, on Comedy Central. Was on CBS after uh, James Corden for years and years and years. He's also hosting the Grammys this year. Yes, pretty well known. He's a CBS darling. Which Kanye was supposed to perform on the Grammys because he's been nominated five times. And now he cannot perform on the Grammys. People have asked why. And a lot of it has to do because Trevor Noah is hosting. And they thought that there would be, because he basically, Kanye said some stuff about 
you know, hurting Trevor, and Trevor's the host, and they're like, oh, we don't need this on live TV. And did, What did Kanye say about hurting? I don't know if he said anything about hurting, but he he wasn't happy, and, and you know, they had put him on a, he, they locked him out of Instagram, locked him out of his account uh, for 24 hours because he was doing harassing no, posts. I thought, I'm not kidding, I thought all of that, was due to the Pete Davidson. No, totally Kanye separate. Thing. No, really, totally separate. I, I, I had no idea. So he harassed Trevor Noah and you know Kim, obviously, and some other people, and the Grammys made the decision. They had not said that that Kanye was officially going to perform, but it was had been rumored that he was going to perform. But they said now he is not going to perform. Now I don't know if he can still be at the Grammys. I would think he could. He's been nominated. A lot of people that listen to this have no file for the Kardashians, and I totally understand that. But I do think that what's going on um, in some of their situations mirror sometimes what goes on in, in real life. Do we wish to stand by and watch a car crash when we thought we saw it coming? Or do we at least want to say, hey, slow down, let's, pu- let's all put our hazards on because there's a storm right now and some shit might go down. Let's just, let's just put our hazards on. If it doesn't happen, hey, the worst thing we did was we all had our hazards on like idiots. I'm, I'll be fine to say I was an idiot, nothing awesome. happened. I'd rather be in that situation than to be in one where I say, man, I wish we didn't think the whole thing wasn't worth looking at. And all I'm saying about this story is, if Kim cannot escape this, Kim Kardashian, if she cannot escape this, then what chance do normal women have? You know, money doesn't always solve everything. Um, you may not feel sorry for Kim, he says, because she's rich and famous, but what she's going through is terrifying to watch. What, what is she going through, does he allege? Well, I think it's she, she's being harassed by <coughs> her ex-husband, by Kanye West. She's not, she, he is not giving her the ability to move on. You know, it's a complicated situation, and we've talked about it before, and I think the other thing that Trevor came back around because Kanye came at him for just talking about their situation. But what Trevor said was, we shouldn't be canceling, very similar to the conversations we had about Morgan Wallen. We shouldn't be canceling Kanye. We should be helping him, counseling him. Counsel, not cancel. And Pete Davidson offered that to him in in a text exchange recently, which we talked about. It's probably hard to put that olive branch out and have that person help you because you, he's laying in bed with her, his wife. So, I mean, again, no matter how famous you are and how rich you are, there's real feelings there. There are probably some, some valid points that Kanye is raising from a parenting side, but what's happening is it's getting drowned out. By the, by the, the venue they're using. The, or, the well, and the venue. noise, and the noise that he's Stat. doing on the other stuff. You know, he's not, he's not playing his cards as a very calm parent who wants to, you know, work it out. Again, at the heart of it, there's a mom and a dad who made a decision to have kids, and not just one kid, a whole lot of kids. And they need to find a way to work it out privately. Privately. Do you think that will happen, though? No. Nope. And I don't know how it's going to end. And I, I, like he said, I mean, I don't think you sit around and wait for a car crash to happen, but um, I think it's possible to live your life privately, but I think that. They've chosen not to do it so far, so it may be hard to start it now. I like Trevor Noah. I, no, I do too. He's uh, South African from South. He was Rome. dating someone super famous, and they just broke up. I can't remember who it was. So he's single. Now. Yeah, I think so. Put a Google on that. If you're hosting for Easter, maybe you're hosting family for the entire weekend. Maybe you're just doing a huge party of, of family and friends for. Easter lunch, Easter brunch, Easter dinner. If family is involved and you are going to have, you're hosting anything, you can get trend setting 
dining room tables now at Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brown Street Road, Gainesville. Whether you want contemporary, whether you want casual, whether you want fancy dining room tables, they have them. The new trend is, the it's not a new trend, but it continues, the bench. We've laughed about it, that if you have three kids, you can actually fit four on the bench. Scoot in, kids! And then for Easter dinner, all the kids are lined up like ducks on the bench in front of your new Robin dining room set, four chairs, a bench, and the table. I think that um, a good dining table, if it doesn't have to be like the biggest dining table in the world. We have had um, this awesome round dining table forever. And every time I've talked about changing it out or getting rid of it, the kids are like, no, this is the dining table we've always had. And we have a fancier table that you know we eat once a once a year on. The point of, of having a good dining room table is I think it makes you eat together as a family. And we've said a lot on this podcast that one one thing we didn't do a lot of things right and um, but one thing because no one does but one thing that we really put a, a premium on when our kids were younger was sitting around the kitchen table together and so I think sometimes while it sounds crazy little things like that like having a space where you and your family can actually have dinner and sit down together is really important you know some people would say that furniture is just furniture I totally disagree I think like if you have a big sectional where everybody can come down and watch a movie as a family together you're creating different memories and different times. Chances then, are better, too. If you have that, everybody's going to come down or won't. 100%. Jump on the sectional together. And sometimes it's just something small like that that doesn't seem like a big deal. And you're like, do I really need to get this? But you know what? If it makes a difference and it brings together your family for whatever reason, I think it's Go a good thing. It. Our kitchen table is huge, too. I like that it's oversized. It is. Yeah. You know, and it sits high. And it's just it's a very large table. So the kids, you and I work there some days, a couple of days a week when we're both here at the house during the day. Yep. You'll be on one side doing your thing. I'll be on the other side doing my thing. Kids do their homework. I fold clothes on the table. Probably not the best thing to do, but I do. It's kind of the epicenter of your of your home, really. It's where everything happens. Well, not everything. That leads me to the Aruba bedroom collection. Oh, where you the need, magic happens. Need to redo your your you know guest room maybe before Easter. Gallery furniture. These uh, both of these are sets are in stock right now. You can drive up to Gainesville, strap them on, and drive them back home, and have them ready for Easter. The Aruba bedroom collection. A beautiful distressed white finish. On the uh, the headboard and, and in the drawers, solid mango wood wood planks on the headboard panel. It's beautiful, right? I, I put a picture in the run of show, Don. That's beautiful. fabulous. This is the Aruba collection. Okay, I just found this out. Trevor Noah dated Minka Kelly. Oh wow! From uh, Friday Night Lights. Who was married to Brian Austin Green? Yes, Megan oh, that's Fox. My girl from Mac- that I was yeah started on the television show. She's with Machine Gun Kelly. Okay, listen. keep your MG straight. I, seriously, she no Minka Kelly is with. Um, that is so funny. She, Minka Kelly and Machine Gun Kelly. No, Minka Kelly was on Friday Night Lights. We loved that show. Right. She, uh, Soren, she was a uh, Sorensen's good friend, but That's right. she dated um, uh, Riggins. Riggins was his name. We have a small ask. If you follow this podcast, you don't miss anything coming up. Invite and encourage anyone in your circle to enjoy the podcast and listen to the very end of each episode for outtakes or maybe, Donna, a Bubba the Bear mm. appearance coming up. At the end of the episode. And show our sponsors some love. Gallery Furniture Gainesville. T-Mobile. My second act brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Tough. The F-Series is the best-selling truck on the road. Scoop your F-Series at Fable Ford. And you'll also scoop a lifetime powertrain warranty. You are never too old to dream. Brightmore Hospice partners with Second Wind Dreams to provide inspiring moments and dream experiences for not only patients at Brightmore Hospice, but for people in our community too. Enabling other older adults to awaken their dreams that when fulfilled, 
renew hope, and champion further dreaming. We are changing the perception of aging through the fulfillment of dreams. As each dream is fulfilled, we witness a ripple effect as the impact spreads from the elder to everyone who helped make it a reality. Brightmore and Second Wind Dreams are able to fulfill these wishes because of generous believers like you, those who also believe you are never too old to dream. You can help financially or in kind. Learn more at brightmore.com. And when you fly Atlanta's hometown airline, you can explore and enjoy all three Spotify hype song playlists, season one, season two, and we are three months into season three. What are you going to add, Donna? Oh, to the Spotify playlist. I'm going to add, we add a lot of Old Dominion, but I love Old Dominion. I'm going to add um, Old Dominion. Listen, I love Old Dominion, but there's a lot. Oh, seriously. I don't I care. Like, uh, this is one of my favorite songs. Right. Um, it's one one man band. Um, and it was from the uh, June, was from the album that was released in June of 2019. It was the second single. And it was written by all of Old Dominion and produced by Shane McAnally, who is almost like a... Uh, an additional member of Old Dominion right now. But I love this song, Boy Man Band. I, it's just like, I don't know, it's so sweet. Like if you think about it, like, it's almost like this record talking about, this song talking about, like, I'm tired of just being by myself, doing, you know, being doing everything by myself or being by myself. So I think it's a really good song. How about you? The number one country song in America right now. Belongs to a Texas guy. He's been around for decades. And this is his first number one. And nearly made it to number one. In record time, 21 weeks. The average record takes 41, 42, 43 weeks to get to number one. This guy with his first song, his first release to radio, has hit number one in 21 weeks. That is Cody Johnson, so you can. I thought it was uh, Luke Holmes. I really did for a long time. I thought it was a Luke Holmes song. I think a lot of people in the beginning wondered who it was because yeah. you'd never heard Cody Johnson. Outside of Texas, you'd never heard Cody Johnson before. But he toured with Luke Holmes, correct? Yes, he did. Okay. Yes. Yes, the uh, summer 2019 tour, as a matter of fact. Mm. That, 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 was, that was a barn burner. <laughs> <laughs> See if you can identify this Georgia country artist who the Masters have tapped for a rendition of Georgia on my mind to use in all of their commercials for the I Masters. I know who this is going to be. Masters is, it starts April 7th. All right, here is uh, just a little piece of it. See if you listen carefully, Donna. I am. All right, here we go. Ooh, I said Georgia. Who is it? Ooh, I said Georgia. Do, do, do. I don't know. Uh, is that Brown? No. He's also a University of George graduate. Charles Kelly? Charles Kelly of Lady Annabellum. I didn't think he would do it without Lady Annabellum. Like, is it she's, just him? She's not from Georgia. They wanted Charles because he, he loves golf. He loves golf. But I mean, like, Dave Haywood's not pissed. I, I haven't talked to Dave. Ooh, I said Georgia. Get into it. Just listen. Georgia. He's got a little growl to him. No peace, no peace I find. 
like Dave Kelly. I've always liked him. He kind of wears that. It's Charles Kelly. Charles Kelly. He wears that. I almost had him confused. But he wears his like shirt unbuttoned kind of down. The other one looks like a Muppet. Yes. And he's got the, um, he's got those loafers on all the time. He always has a really nice tailored pant. Mm, I love it. Monday you know what he should week. sing that song in? In a pair of white golf pants. You love your white golf pants. Who doesn't? April 7th through 10th of Masters. I've never been so excited to have been wrong about something in my entire life. Last episode, we talked about the announcement Ed Sheeran made that coming up sometime this week, he was going to have news and about a collaboration. Okay, I have a question about this. Yes. Did he say he was going to do this, or he, did he just put a hint out there, and then everybody... He said he was doing a collaboration. Okay. But then people started putting together the hints. Maybe, maybe some people assumed. Mm. No, there were no hints. <laughs> some people assumed. Because this guy, the, the, the guy with Death by Cutie, or... Was on a podcast. Right. And he said that he was in the studio with, with Ed Sheeran. It's not him. Ed Sheeran met this guy in a gym in New York last year. It was just me and him very early in the morning. I recognized his voice when he was on the phone. So I just went up and said hi. When I first saw the name on Twitter, Ed calling him out, I said, I know that name. I've heard that name before. Where have I heard that name? There's one. What is that from? I don't know. Keep going. Beyonce. No. Please give it up for Jay Balvin. Jay Balvin. From Homecoming Live. It's Jay Balvin. You're familiar with that song? I am. I didn't know that it was... I've never heard of Jay Balvin. Well, she says. Please give it up. Jay Balvin. Jay Balvin. I've heard that a thousand times. I had no idea who he was. Never paid attention to, to the name, really, even. So he's going to do a collaboration with, with Ed, Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Okay. All right. Well, I'm in. I'm not as excited as you are. I got to. I thought it was Beyonce or somebody. Jay Balvin and him. Did you hear his rapping, though? He's great. Yeah, no, he's good, yeah. He's in Columbia. Well, I'm just glad it's not that metal band. Ed says, I was in New York at Christmas for shows, so we decided to have one day in the studio that led us to so, so much more. Muy caliente, which you'll find out about soon. And that's the Jay Balvin and Ed Sheeran. We haven't talked about this, but I'm thinking for next episode. There's a BuzzFeed article that's getting a lot of traction right now. I don't want to use the word hate. Hate's a very, very strong word. I, I don't like that word. But the BuzzFeed article has people admitting all the things that they secretly dislike about their partner. Mm. Okay. Everything from snoring, pretty simple. Uh, their indecisiveness. Mm -hmm. How bad they are at kissing. Whatever it may be. I don't want to use the word hate, though. I don't. So in the letter this Saturday, you're going to have the option to reply and let us know the one habit, you know, what do you secretly blank about Des your partner? Despise. Despise is strong, too. Okay. You're in a marriage. You're in a relationship. Come on. If there's something you despise about somebody or that you hate about somebody, you should probably begin your exit, right? Yeah. I mean, but people, like, people can get very, like, animated about snoring. What do you secretly blank 
about your partner. Okay, so what do you secretly blank about? Just me? like, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. I mean, is that better? Yeah. What do you dislike I'm about? Trying to figure me? out the, the wording for this. Yeah. What do you dislike about me? Give us one. Uh, I. Do you want me to pull one from the heavy list or the light fun list? Wherever you want to pull it from. It's going to be very efficient next episode for me anyway. I have uh, six different areas. Oh, we're going to which like, I can pull things from. For me? Yes. Okay, give me the top. Give me those lists. The All names six? of them. Yeah, can, there, it's a work in progress. So there is so much. Oh, yeah, you, there's so much you despise it's about not, me that you have the, six the, lists. The, the despise is not the word, Donna. Hate. Dis, the hate is certain, Donna. It's dislike. There's so much you dislike about me that you have six lists going. I mean, they each have a legal path, and I, when I think of something, I write it down. Give me one. Do you want? I don't care where the hell you though, from pull what, it out of your ass. Just, just what is it? I think that maybe every now and then. It's possible that you, I, I think you maybe sometimes send text messages a lot in a row. That you send multiple text messages that I think could be done in, in one message. What does that fall under? Communication. Fun, fun, light and fun. Light and fun. Communication. Light and fun. That's, okay, that's, that's now pull one from no, your no, heavy no, list. No, 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 you said one. Okay. And you said they pull it from my ass, if I recall. Okay. okay. That's the, that's the light fun one. That's that's the lightest. That's that's the easiest they're going to get. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you an example. Oh boy. From today. Meanwhile, I'm in here in the studio. All right, I'm trying to work, and I, I, it's ding. It's the, there's the ding, ding, ding. But I feel like people ding, don't read them if it's just one ding, run ding, on ding. paragraph. I, I, you have my word, Donna. But so, do you not want me to send you like screen grabs of things that I see? Send me anything you like. Oh. Seriously, send me anything you like. Okay. If we can just. You know, Grammarly sometimes suggests... Call it down. Grammarly sometimes suggests that you combine two sentences that maybe are run-ons or not run but whatever. Combine two sentences just for, for just because. Yeah. That's how my brain works. I was just like... Mine done. Okay. So, well, again, this is not meant to... This is, no, I will change that. <laughs> I will change wow. that. I'm going to have to go through my six... Um, Lists. Lists. Because if, if we're having this kind of conversation about uh, one from the, again, fun, light, jovial um, compartment drawer. Well, I mean, uh, what are the other categories? They've changed. That's what they are. Oh, okay. Yeah, now everything's in the light, jovial file. Got it. That's the next episode. Respond to the letter. How do I do that, Cadillac Jack? Um, uh-huh. Excuse me. Yes. You didn't ask me what mine was. <laughs> do you just have one list or do you have several? Um... I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to combine. So it's like I'm going to call all mine into one list. Okay. Instead of having five different lists like you, I'm going to put them all. I'm going to do what Grammarly says. I'm going to combine them all into one list. Okay. Wonderful. What's one you have? I'll stop the music. What do you got? What's one? Uh, I mean, I would think if anybody's listening at this point, they'd be like, do these people like each other? Seriously, just one. I did. I played your game. What's not again? You brought this bit up. Um, okay, so. Let's start the music again. Well, I have two. Well, I have two that are uh, just, bubbling. No, please, yes. Bub, bub, you have two that are bubbling. <laughs> bubbling at the surface. All right. Hang okay. on. Let me, let me get a pen. Hang on. Yeah. So number on, one this is. JB's is... piece. We don't want to lose JB's piece. Don't want to write on that one. All right. So this, okay, go ahead. Okay, so number one is something that you just started doing. You never did this. And it's like lately. Instead of like, I'll bring something up that I know, that you have had like concerns or questions about uh-huh. with the kids, and I'll bring it up, and then you go the 
opposite direction. You're like, I don't have a problem with it. It's fine. Everything's good. Um, we're having a conversation over here. We know. Da, 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 da. It's like, it's, it's almost like you're trying to be like the cool parent all the time. And I, the, all the, the girls are like with me like, yeah, mom, it's not such a big deal. What is she talking about? Okay. What else you got? Like today, the show was telling us about how like they had interrupted their lunch to talk about uh, porn addiction. She told me that too. And I'm like, well, and what I said to her is it's definitely a problem. You know, it's probably not a bad thing to hear someone's perspective on it. And I heard her talking to you about it. And she was like, don't you think that's crazy, dad? And then I didn't know what she said. I said no. Oh, I didn't hear that part. What did you hear? This is important. What did you, what did you hear? I, actually, I didn't hear that part, but I figured that you were going to be. Because when I walked in, she said to me, what is she talking about? She, Mom's going to say that it was necessary. Oh, I, go yeah. ahead. Mom's going to say that it was necessary, probably, and, you know, that we probably needed know that to that's hear that's what was said. I don't recall what was said. But what I said to her was, did you look at him any differently after he told you that? Who? The speaker who came to speak to them about porn addiction. Oh. What are you talking about? Porn addiction. Okay, well, same thing. We're all, hello. Okay. But I said to her, because it was important to me that she not think of this man as a monster because he, he, he had an addiction. Right. Right. I'm not endorsing porn. I'm simply saying that what what did that change your perception of him after he got up and said, my name's James and I was married and addicted to, to pornography. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to run over on this episode, but this is not a bad thing. What? No, it wasn't that. It was that, like, there's a couple things that have been, like, some certain things with Olivia or whatever. I'll be like... Um, you know, okay, but when you drive your car, like if, when you go up to Tennessee this weekend, you know, just don't drive fast on thing that she knows she's almost 19. And it's like, I, I'm, I don't know, like I've become like the parent who like has to be like the negative Nelly all of a sudden. Anyway, so there's that. My, my point about that was, but we're not done with the other first. We're not done with the other. Would you look at James differently after he? No, I wouldn't. Do you agree with them having a group of sophomores be addressed by someone who comes to talk about the challenges, addiction? I'm sure it went yeah, with pornography. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a, a huge problem in society and with kids because as we've well, talked but about. I'm saying though, is it, it was it age appropriate? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think I mean, so. I, I'm not, I'm not gonna. This yeah, because I think, question. I think it starts in middle school now because as we've talked about before on the podcast that you used to have to like go to great the, the strides. The accessibility is. Yeah, it's easy. Absolutely, and what I said to Charlotte today is there are some things I believe in life that. It's kind of a Pandora's box. And if you just don't go down that road, your brain won't be on that road. You know, once you kind of get, and I'm, again, I'm not making a conversation about, you know, this as an adult. But as a child, what I was saying is, you know, it's, it is kind of like drugs in a way. Like if you just don't even open the Pandora's box until you are old enough to handle anything, then it is one of those things where your brain almost gets triggered and you can't turn it off. And so it's just like any other addiction, that's you know? I was going to say the exact same thing. I mean, that's so yeah. different than food. Yeah. That's so different than, than no. cocaine. That's yes. so different than, than, than I think. I think the challenge is for younger, and we've talked about this, we actually had this conversation with um, our son, and not because he had a porn addiction, but just because with boys, it is also, and girls, but it's really a challenge because when you have kids at that young, you know, in middle school and high school, the expectation level of what women look like and what women do, and vice versa, can be very damaging. Be, be very skewed. Yes. And unrealistic. And to, absolutely. And to try to find someone who meets up to that standard, standard. can be very difficult. It's so, impossible. Yeah. More often than not. 
I, I do think, and I think the point they were doing with having this person come to speak is that it was a seemingly normal person. You know, I mean, right. yes. as people are. But in these kids' minds, it's probably, as you said, like... Someone who, who lives with their parents in their basement. Yeah. Has tattoos. And yeah. I'm not stereotyping here, but come on. Yeah. Uh, has piercings. Yeah. Uh, smell. Hadn't bathed in a while. Yeah. Uh, there are empty soda... Uh, there's trash everywhere. And, and hadn't sheets haven't been washed in about four weeks. Yeah. So I think it's good to show a slice of real life. I don't know that we're going to have time for Bubba the Bear. Guests of the My Second Night Podcast, state properties owned and managed by your Paramount Hospitality Management Team, the brands you know, stand by and trust. Marriott Hilton and Weston. Audio for this episode from the Today Show, Warner Nashville Records, Parkwood Entertainment, Capitol Records Nashville, the Augusta National Golf Club, and Comedy Central. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen, production assistants from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New ep- there's B- Bubba, come on in here. Bubba, come in here quick. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Bump it to next time. Put her next time. I, mean, I, just, I, I think people are just going to think we just don't like each other. The Afternoon Ride with Cadillac Jack on the Southside's Best Country. The Bear, 92.5. Have you seen the story about the two Indiana cheerleaders that during round one of March Madness, yesterday, somebody took a shot and the ball got stuck in the in the, 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 the thing. Come on, you know Cadillac, I, I do sports. Come on, I'm, I'm Mr. Sports. The thing, a referee got a broom and, and stood on a chair and tried to get the ball out like I did when I was seven. I didn't work. And so these two cheerleaders that deserve a bear hug, and that's what we're going to do right now on the Bear 92.5. Uh, these two Indiana cheerleaders did like a stunt. Like he hoisted her up on the air, or up on his shoulders rather, and bam, pop, goes the ball. All of us kind of looked at each other, and our captain, Ethan, was like, we need the tallest guy to lift somebody up. Bubba, by the way, we got to respect Miss Cassidy. Young, young, yes, she's a young lady, Bubba. Okay, we appreciate y'all coming in. Bubba, join us here uh, as we salute those that do good deeds. Good good deeders is what we call them. That's right, Cadillac Jack. I'm here to give Cassidy and Nathan both a big old bear hug for saving the March Madness game Bye. last Bye. night. There you go, everybody. Lean in. Grab it tight, Bubba. Whoa. No, sir, Bubba. No, sir. Just help Miss Cassidy with her pom-poms. That's all. That's all Bubba's doing. Well, whistle me, Dixie. Paint me yellow and call me banana. Indeed I will. You don't have to ask old Bubba the Bear twice. Y'all be well. Can somebody come get Bubba the Bear, please? Uh-oh. Yeah, it's gonna be uh-oh. It's a Cadillac Jack.